0: Thank you. everybody to the creature cast the official console of creatures podcast my name is david petrangelo and i am one of your hosts to this journey of all things video games and this week we got a bunch of games to talk about we have some uh results from a recent uh audience suggestion uh survey and poll to talk about so we'll get those to you in just a minute but uh this week uh Steve vigvari and editor extraordinaire bobby patchoulias are joining me steve let's start with you how are you man how you doing
1: i'm doing really well thank you um yeah excited to uh have us all here i know we got some games to talk about for the audience this is a special week we got two episodes for you uh we'll kind of talk about uh, all of that but yeah very special week and then yeah i'm excited to go over some of these audience suggestions we've done this you know every year now this is the second time we've actually elicited uh, a bunch of audience suggestions um so to kind of help pave the road for the for the next 12 months of content so it's really uh, exciting to to kind of discuss this on air with uh you know Dave you and, and Bobby here um and then kind of give uh, the audience a little piece of insider baseball as well
0: Hmm. yeah absolutely let's uh see how the uh, how things are going to be shaped forward based on what people want to hear and what they want to see so um Bobby uh how's your bubble tea and how you doing man
2: as you can tell i'm enjoying my bubble tea immensely
0: great great and i
2: say that because it's minus 12 mm-hmm. i had to uber eat my bubble tea in because i refused to go out and right. i i'm 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 a lady right now it's a, it's a wednesday <laughs> i have the best bubble tea of all time and i'm having a podcast round with you guys. So yeah, everything's good. Oh, that's
0: so nice. I, I know. I like,
1: sweetheart.
2: <laughs> I know. So yeah, this is what happens when you get bubble tea in your system. Like you're happy. It really is the most joyous drink I've ever had in my life.
0: Oh man. I like Holy I said, tequila. yeah, like I said before we hit record. I haven't had one in so long and you're you're definitely uh you made a couple suggestions. One of those places is nearby. I am quite tempted i have to go out tomorrow for a couple things it will likely be a snack that i take home with me so um there you go yeah <laughs> um all right let's let's dive in because we've got quite a few things to talk about this week um steve uh, i will give you the reins as uh as, as we do here um with these uh with these results go for it man go for it
1: sure yeah uh so for people People who might not know uh, each year we kind of kick start the the annual year by just asking the audience what they'd like to see more of how we can kind of improve our show kind of uh readjust our focus kind of uh, to deliver the best content we can because at the end of the day, that's exactly what this podcast is for. It's not for us; it's for everyone out there that's listening uh, or watching any of the the content that uh, proliferates on on YouTube or otherwise. But yeah, we've done this now. Uh, this is the second year. Um, basically, I put this uh, audience suggestion pulled together, kind of uh, put together a b- bunch of um, options that I think best suits. Not only you know our brand for you know Creature Cast, but console creatures as a as a whole. Um, a lot of them, I'll kind of run through what I what I put on there. But then I also gave a list uh, or the option for people to kind of write in their own suggestions if if I missed something by by happenstance. So uh, just to kind of give people just a run through of what what I was kind of uh, trying to elicit out of out of the audience was all these uh, that are coming up. It was um did they wanna see more long form review discussions? Allah right, what we've been doing this past couple of weeks with Prince of Persia, The Last of Us, which are both now available on podcast fees if you guys want to go check those out. Um it's kind of a a bridge between what we've been doing on a week to week basis, which is kind of, you know, what what we've been playing. In kind of a roundup of you know quick hit pieces, but then not as long or maybe not as involved as like a spoiler cast which in the past you know with god of war and spider-man we've gone on for 90 minutes two hours even in some place so it's kind of like a a middle ground where it gives us enough time to kind of focus in and do a deep dive on a very specific game and i think just based off the the last couple uh weeks we've kind of found our footing in in that regard. So that was definitely one of the options. Another one is a video feed for each of the shows. I think we've kind of found our our groove as far as like being an audio podcast. I think now, now that we don't even have to, in my opinion, think about, hey, we got to edit chunks out of a show or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It makes coming into like a video format a lot easier when it is just, okay, sync up the audio with the video put in uh, intro, outro, and then when it it does matter, put in like a B-roll or something like that. I think that's way more approachable to then what we, you know, maybe the early days where it was like, okay, we're still trying to find our timing and our footing here. Maybe we got to cut out like a portion of an episode that really does disrupt the flow of a of video feed so now yeah. that's something that and, think...
0: and you and you miss the most the most important aspect of of this is that um now i have to put a shirt on and sometimes put pants on and that's
1: pants yeah. on yeah that's that's a big one it's... i mean we, we definitely had a lot of discussions on the pants policy mm-hmm. um, yeah. no. yeah, as long as we don't stand up no one knows
0: I'm very active when I, uh, when I, I don't, you know, I, I, I tend to really get into it. People will yeah. see that uh, whether they like it or not. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, no pants, no problem. Um, no, yeah. we're, we're all, we're all fully clothed as, as far as everybody knows, at least for this episode. So um. at least for this episode, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're I mean, watching the winter season, at huh? least for the winter seasons. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. just wait until things get warmer um oh, yeah <laughs> uh and uh as always as one of the hosts it's my job to do things so continue steve go ahead
1: <laughs> hey I, I i love it um uh, so yeah then from there uh we kind of wanted to uh look at how to uh, maybe maybe some additional content or kind of restructuring the content that kind of goes into uh uh creature cast as a as a whole which was uh focus more on timely news uh there was also a section there for retro gaming focus i know dave that for you is a is a passion you're you're always bringing in not only like your indie games coverage but also retro games i mean you host a retro game podcast to begin with um so it only felt right to kind of fold that in and kind of I have uh, some to talk about this week as well <laughs> okay well then there you go um and then these two were kind of more of an ambitious uh, ask uh, mm-hmm. just to kind of uh, test the water, see what the audience kind of uh, thought about this idea. But uh, we proposed, hey, what if we did a weekly dedicated PlayStation show and or a weekly dedicated Xbox show? Mm-hmm. And essentially what my idea of this is, and Dave and Bobby, we can kind of go into this in just a little bit, is to have these as supplemental episodes not even host, necessarily hosted by us, maybe we guest spot on them or something like that, but it is bring more talent into the ecosystem and provide the audience a little more of a uh, segmented and focused uh, show based on an ecosystem. I mean, we're we're broad uh, players here. We play on all sorts of different uh, platforms and everything mm-hmm. like that. But that being said, Creature Cast has be, kind of become a review or kind of a breakdown of games the gameplay what games mean to us and everything rather than hey let's talk about xbox news or playstation just dropped all these games on playstation plus let's talk about it. let's talk about you know the latest news or the, what what's affecting the ecosystem and the and the players there so the kind of the idea there is maybe down the road we introduce this new show it can kind of exist on this own vi- uh, podcast feed People can go uh, subscribe to that if they're interested. If they're not, totally come back here, listen to us, our annoying voices every single week, and Nothing now and, and potentially
0: see our our beautiful faces. You know, it's a, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly, our beautiful faces as well. So yeah, it's more supplemental content. It doesn't change. It's the idea is that it's not going to change anything here. In fact, mm-hmm. it's just going to provide more value and content. Um, so, yeah, th- those were essentially the options. And then what ended up happening was that we got uh, uh, some, some other right. options. Write-in suggestions, the... yeah. Exactly, yeah, thank you. Uh, and one and a few of them were more guests, and um, mm-hmm. uh, basically uh, an idea of hey, let's spotlight indie games, hidden gems, maybe on Xbox Game Pass, Apple Arcade, stuff like that. Maybe games that just kind of go under m- most people's radar. Um, so those were basically all of the options I came through. Um, but to break it down in terms of what the response was, which I thought was very interesting, and then we can kind of have a a, a more broad conversation of how this is going to affect. Creature Cast in the in the coming months, you Una- almost unanimously, I think one of the biggest requests is more long form uh, review discussions. Nice, um, okay. I think that is something that we've again I I already talked about, but it's it's something that I think we're very comfortable with. I think that is inherently what the future of this show is: is talking about games, making meaningful discussions about games each week, mm-hmm. and also having it. Almost as evergreen as possible. I know when we first started the show, we kind of had this hybrid idea of, okay, let's talk about the games we're playing, but then also include a wrap-up of, of the weekly news. That's great in terms of trying to deliver a lot of like value for, for an audience, but it is hard to de- deliver that week after week because, as you know, news news expires within a day, maybe even like an hour. So by the time I'm not only like, does someone pick it up on a podcast feed? It could be out of date. It could be irrelevant. It could just be something that's not of interest. So I think what, in my opinion, we've seen a lot of success in is just kind of double downing on the reviews and talking about games that we're playing because for the most part, unless it's, you know, the opening, opening segments of us just talking about our lives, talking about bubble tea in the winter, Everything else is evergreen. Like you can come in and listen to our our Prince of Persia review this week, like that we're recording it in in January or come in six months. And Mm -hmm. as far as I know, the discussion would be the same. With maybe some some off references to a to couple our personal things, lives. yeah, exactly. Yeah, small I, I, I personally really enjoy that idea. I think that that's really meaningful. And then also folding in more spoiler casts, folding in more mm-hmm. just review discussions. I think is is the best foot forward. Um, and I think that j- just based off the audience suggestions, uh, you out there kind of agree with that. Bobby, Dave, any thoughts, comments, concerns about? Uh... <laughs>
0: i i want to i want to jump in first and just mention that for me like yes and you're and you're right steve the 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 show we're recording the work that we do is not for us it's for everybody else out there for sure and that's great it's always going to be that way and everything but in a way i get a little bit something out of these reviews and we talk about them too everyone and i think it's sort of like helps with the uh with the discussion and, and people to hear obviously different opinions and just different experiences and everything but you know, it's really hard sometimes to get everything in a written review, and it's also sometimes hard to complete your thought, even if you're recording an episode with one other person that's played the game, bouncing ideas off each other and feelings off each other from a game uh, that you have finished or are in the process of finishing actually really starts to form your thoughts even more so and i think it's it's a really great way to do that i mean whether we're we're gushing over a game like we like we largely did through prince of persia like you guys were talking about all the different intricacies of of last of us part two the remaster um this week like all of those things like even if you're on the same page you still have a different perspective and it's still helps us kind of understand our feelings a bit more. Maybe you forgot something that you should have mentioned earlier. Like all those types of things I think really help. And um and and those kinds of uh discussions I think are good for people to hear too because it's it's just nice to have those different experiences even if it is the same game. You know? Um so I, I you know there's there's things we're gonna talk we'll talk about Prince of Persia in a few minutes again, but I love it because now we get to add more to the discussion, whether it's part of the main review uh on, on the podcast or not um it's still added value and i hope people are, are are latching onto that and enjoying that and it sounds like like you said with the results that is one of the things that people are liking so we're, we're happy that we're delivering that
1: great yeah.
2: yeah it all makes sense to me as well i mean we're kind of pivoting as we go right so that's kind yeah. of what the whole point of this this uh poll was to figure out what, what what's kind of stuck around what people want to listen to us talk about so i mean i'm all for the reviews i think that's probably the the best bang for buck for for people to tune in every week i mean the numbers don't lie i mean like i i see the numbers i see you know what what these uh spotter like what spotify tells us and i mean it's the discussions about the biggest games of the week or the best games of the month or the year so like we'll probably stick with that i think it's it works well for us and in, in, in the way it is so like i'm I'm down to do more of that like i'm ready to do more of that there's a bevy of games coming out so like i'm not really worried about not having content to talk about so, like, <laughs> right there's always gonna be something yeah there's always going to be a, a review discussion or something tying into it maybe like an interview or like uh, mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that so like that's kind of where i want to pivot is more towards Less evergreen. I mean, evergreen is good, right? I mean, but we're not doing that. We're gonna just kind of focus on something. I would say. I mean, that's just what I'm thinking. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm well, all let, for it.
0: Like, like a review in a way is still is like an evergreen thing because, like you said, yes, Steve. Like yes, let's
2: not not like the news, like where it's just like we're not just pulling exactly. The
0: yeah, exactly.
2: I consider news evergreen because yeah. like because it really is. like right? It it's it's shelf life is is, is literally an hour. Like yeah, time, like so yeah, that's evergreen to, to like it's a generic, it's, you know, it's just the generalness of the news. Like, If we decide to do something in the future where there's an, a, 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 like a, a weekly news thing, I'm all for mm. doing that, but that's something down the line. Maybe we'll do that in the future, but like for now, mm. the quality content is talking about games, mm-hmm. what they mean to us, how we played these games, why we're playing them and, you know, working with all these companies to like, you know, Share our passion for these games and these publishers and these developers that are, you know, putting their time and their skills to these to these amazing games that we've been playing. And there's, like I said, a lot of good games coming out, so it only makes sense to talk about them instead of just writing about them. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No. It's it, exactly. It, yeah. It's it's all part of the full console creatures project of of how we're how we're doing how we're covering everything right and and even like episodes where it's not. Last of Us Part Two and Prince of Persia most recently, Diablo, uh, like, you know, Spider-Man, th- those things like they are standalone ones about just usually normally just the one game. But like today, for example, we're going to talk about a couple other games and stuff like all of that stuff is still they're almost like reviews in progress is kind of how I see them sometimes, even if they're older games uh, in some ways. And uh, and that's still fun to do. And we're still going to be doing that. So it's not like all it's not like every single episode is going to be an exclusive review for just that one game. It is going to – I think we're still going to be sort of doing what, what we've been doing and, and and evolving either way. Either way, things are evolving. So yeah, that's, we'll, yes. still
2: have dedi- we'll still have those dedicated episodes yes, exactly.
0: to a specific game.
1: Yeah, yeah. 100%. So, oh, oh, I, th- I think more or less like when it matters, when it's large enough to kind of warrant one. Yeah. Um, but no, no, I, I totally agree with uh, both of you. And I think, Dave, going back to an original point of like it being more of a – uh, some of the episodes being kind of like a review discussion where it allows you to kind of like catch up and, and talk about a game after you've kind of digested it. I mean, look, for instance, my opinions on Avatar over the, the holidays where I came in top of December. I was like, I just don't understand this game. It's not for me. I don't even know if I'm going to stick with it all that much flash forward when we i came back from the the holiday break i was like i understand it a little more i've put mm-hmm. in 25 hours i've i've invested more time into it x y or z maybe it's not resonating 100% but it's it's my opportunity to kind of touch base with the game touch base with the audience and be like hey here's my
0: update on it yeah it's your progress report yeah. yeah that's uh... exactly <laughs> yeah exactly you've done your yeah. homework <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, next thing I, I, I wanted to go over, this was kind of, you know, three things that ultimately tied for second place, if you mm. will. Um, and two of them, again, I think are very uh, relevant. One, no surprise, we've already talked about it. The video feed for each episode, I think that's something that we can look into, uh, kind of doing. But I want to do it right. I mean, we we want to get like a proper overlay into it. Yeah. Make sure that you know we're following like a proper schedule uh, when it goes up on YouTube. We're doing like SEO and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no problem kind of spearheading that kind of initiative. I just want to make sure that you know when. We're doing it we're doing it to the best of our ability and kind of making sure that it's as accessible as we can make it for for, sure. for our audience. Yep. Um I don't know if there's anything else you guys wanted to talk about video no i mean i think I, content
0: when, when we're recording this it's we just now record the video and we're going to make sure that's more consistent and get it right and make sure we're doing the way that people want to see it and want to hear it at the same time so that's yeah well yeah. we'll we'll be yeah. we'll be working on it. it's obviously something people want so there's no question that we should uh we should be taken seriously so
2: yeah, i mean we're the we're here to listen
0: yeah and 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 people listen and, to,
2: and just to tie into my favorite show i'm listening
0: <laughs> oh okay, okay. <laughs> um
1: yeah i, I don't, I don't want to announce like any firm dates on when video feed will start yeah, yeah, to, to yeah. roll out but that being said we are listening we're, we're going to work on it um in the, in the near future i, I do want to preface that that's something yeah. that i want to take on yep. as a priority uh the other thing uh dave Retro Gaming Focus, that was a second place winner. That is a, su- I
0: know that is a surprise to me, people. Holy.
1: <laughs> is it though? Because I, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know why it is. It everyone just is. Are in our age group yeah. loves
2: their childhood.
1: That's it.
0: Everyone, yeah. I, like, like I've had, I think I may have said it on this show before, but like I had when I had one of my guests on Remember 64, he basically, like we were talking about, you know, just the ridiculous price of a lot of retro games, like physically, if you want to get them now and stuff and just how, how nuts that market is. Basically, his his line that I will probably always stick with me is that like everyone just wants their stuff back. That's yeah, but that's, that's really out. what it is. And it doesn't matter if you're 25, if you're 20, if you're 45, it, like anywhere in between, like we are like it's yeah. and And that's what it that's what it is and you just want your stuff back that you have nostalgia for so um i i'm i'm a little bit surprised but at the same time our audience is roughly around our age or at least in that same generation so i can understand that i'm i'm more than happy to talk about older games because i am an old so i will uh i will be working on that everybody for sure <laughs> amazing yeah to what to what, um, to what yeah, specific, you know remember yeah to, to what specific capacity we will again like with the other stuff we will be having discussions and trying to work things in and making it all work but uh but i am i'm happy to be that uh i'm happy to be the old on on console creatures <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly um and then yeah the the last one that was tied for second place uh was a weekly dedicated playstation podcast right. I I mean I, again I said it at the the top when we started talking about this. That's an ambitious project. That's something that we're definitely going to have to look into um, and kind of figure out as far as logistics in terms of you know yeah. what that even looks like in, in terms of, of um, uh, how the show is even laid out. Who's Format doing all it, these things, the, yeah, exactly. What what's the rollout of it? That's but that again we want to listen to the audience. That's definitely going to be a priority. Um, but, yeah, that, that definitely did get a lot of um, recognition from the audience. So definitely want to take That's notice great. of that. Um, and then kind of just roll, uh, rounding out the list, you know, the, the Xbox uh, show, more focus on timely news. That was kind of um, uh, tied for, you know, third place. We got to, again, I don't want to ignore any of these. I don't want these to ever feel like, they're, you know, they're they're um, looked over uh, in, or ignored in any way, but we definitely got to figure out how to kind of structure it. Mm-hmm. Again, if we are going to do a play, an Xbox and a PlayStation show, how does that look like in terms of a weekly schedule? Does timely news fit into either of those or both of those in their own right, respective way? Right, right. Yep. That's that's all stuff that we have to consider in the in the future, obviously. Um, and then finally, it's um, more guests and then hidden uh, games and hidden gems across different ecosystems, which again cool. can exist or coexist across you know any of these shows, including our own here. So. I, I think, for the most part, the prior priority for Creature Cast as the show is getting more um, substantial and meaningful review discussions, and then the video feed. I think that uh, really goes a long way, not only for for us to deliver content, but for you to ingest it out there. Um, I think that's the the best foot forward. But yeah, that was basically all I had for the uh, audience suggestions. I think this gives us a really good. Uh, uh, benchmark and kind of a taste test of you know what the next 12 months can kind of focus on so i appreciate everyone for uh filling it out um i always like putting these together and kind of brainstorming new ideas for the show and what could what could happen just based on you know what we can take on our own ambitions and our passions as well so yeah we'll do one next year as well so keep an eye out for that but until then we'll definitely start to rework and you know that's not to say that everything's set in stone and we're not gonna to listen to audience suggestions from now until the next january but uh (laughs) if you guys have any other suggestions comments concerns uh, in, the mi- in the meantime, please let us know. Reach yeah, out to either us, way, any yeah. of us on social media, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we'll be sure to take that uh, into consideration for yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. It's all part of the the show evolving, uh, and uh, and and your ideas that that we just went through and everything. So it's one of those like, help me, help you. You know, it, let's let's just we'll figure it. it out. Let's let's do it. We'll uh, we'll work together, right? Because like we said, if this is for you, then we want to make sure it works for you, and that's that's basically how that's. That's going to go going forward. OK, so um, yeah, thank you again, everybody. Really uh, huge help. Nice to sort of uh, hash things out a little bit. And we will be we'll give you progress reports. We'll tell you how what things are going on, but make sure to uh, uh, keep tabs uh, on us on social media and, of course, at console creatures uh, on social media as well and consolecreatures.com. That's where everything will be updated. Um, and in the meantime, uh, we are still playing a whole lot of games. Um, We have already mentioned the fact that Prince of Persia is uh, still in our wheelhouse. We're still talking about it, still feeling it, still playing it. Um, Steve, sorry, you're probably going hoarse from talking so much the last couple of minutes, but you wanted to sort of, yeah, you wanted to sort of do a little, you said you had a progress update on, on Avatar. What's the progress update on Prince of Persia, man?
1: To Persia, I've been going hard on this game. I, I still really am enamored by it. I love the gameplay loops and everything. We talked extensively about our thoughts on it. But I just wanted to say I am now three achievements away from getting them all. Um, something I didn't even think I was going to be able to accomplish pre-release um, just because when it came down to it, it was all just, you know, finding the collectibles, finding different secrets and stuff like that. I was like there are n- there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. But lo and behold, um I'm so close, Dave. <gasps> so damn close. The only issue, okay, so right okay. now, letting everyone know, I have two treasure chests to find. Okay. I'm I'm struggling <laughs> yeah. because because the the only thing that's uh letting me f- find out like where they are or like in which area is the amulet that kind of like emits Mm. a sound when you're in like a like the square area uh, that has the treasure chest that's fine i'm struggling to find one the other one is still like hidden within an area i know where the area is oh you know what screen it
0: is okay okay interesting
1: yeah so that's so that's okay That, that one's doable there's one that I'm straight up worried about and I don't know if I if it's bugged and it's the um the tre- the with the the pirate. I don't know if you've come across this uh, side
0: quest. Uh I think I did do the side quest, so I I I may have um I haven't picked it up as recently as you or as much as you. So I'm trying to remember if I did, but it's it's very possible. Okay. We won't spoil it. The game literally yeah like no. as of release of this podcast is, is just hitting everybody available to everyone. Yeah. So, um, you know, no, no details and stuff. I feel like it's a yes, but hard for me to say, hard for me to say.
1: Okay. So, so basically the pirate, he asks you to find something for him, bring it back to him, which I have done. Oh, I looked it up and people yes. with um, yes. early access has done like a guide online of like what the mission is. Apparently he's supposed to give you a dialogue tree to be like, Oh, now you can go out and find these things in the map. He has not done this to me. And I am getting oh. concerned
0: okay. that
1: now it's bugged.
0: So without, without any like, spoil, I mean, it's not like a major no. story point kind of thing. Yeah. But I do think it is bugged because now I know exactly which one you're talking about. Because ah, no. when I tried to turn in my thing, um, it it didn't work. Even though I got the thing that he's asking for. Like, I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't actually give it to him is that okay yeah okay, okay. so that... so so your mission is still there he
1: just keeps yes. saying like the same dialogue yes he's saying okay.
0: he's saying the initial dialogue of the setup of the of the side quest essentially and i got the okay. thing that he's asking that... for but i can't give it to him yes yeah yep. okay
1: okay perfect yeah it doesn't help me in any significant way but it's nice
0: but you're not crazy
1: knowing that this is this is a bug and that there's a chance that Ubisoft could just patch it yes, instead it, of it just being a, a, a an issue with my save. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: So it, it, that that is the thing. Now that now I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh. Yes. Same thing happened to me. I just left it because I was like, I'm just For gonna God, keep yeah. going. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So you're not crazy. Uh. And it probably is something that can be patched, whether it's day one or not. We'll we'll see. But um,
1: yeah. yeah
0: so so, okay. um. So you've gotten quite a bit done then uh how so does it my question to you is I, I sort of mentioned how sometimes it felt like things I mean this is when you're playing through the main story my feeling my pretty much my only the only downside to me for the most like I think for the whole game is that things just felt too stretched out at times as far as the story went there was hours and hours where it felt like I got no story content whatsoever and I kind of forgot almost where I was in the overarching mm-hmm. story. Because that's behind you now, does is it still feel great to kind of be traversing around and trying to find everything? Or is it kind of in some ways lose its luster a little bit because you don't have all the other stuff happening uh, while you're doing that?
1: I think I think it's more... It's definitely lost a little bit of its luster only because I'm now meticulously and annoyingly going through like every single box being like, is there a treasure here? Is there a treasure Mm -hmm. here? Is there a treasure here? And if it's not, it's just like, it's, it's just wearing me down. Like I've literally gone through every single biome, every section of the map and like 100% of it with the exception of two. My, my biggest concern. So, okay. So we did our, Review discussion, everything. I was about twenty five hours in. I've now tacked on probably another five to six. My biggest complaint post-game of like I'm calling this quote unquote post-game content.
0: Yeah.
1: There should be somewhere down the line that you can just unlock fast travel.
0: Oh. The fact that I have to
1: I have to go through an entire map and then go back to hit one of the fast travel statues. That's the part that's like wearing oh, me down. Oh, like, it
0: you don't have your fast travel automatically unlocked. What? 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 You have. What do you mean? You have to. You have to find the fast travel points again.
1: No, no. Like you have to go to the
0: statue. Oh, I see. Okay, I thought you meant you had to find the statues again. I was like, wait, oh, hold on.
1: <laughs> no, no, no.
0: I see what you mean though. Yeah, to to basically just go from one biome to another, like just make it easier. Yeah yeah i could see that yeah
1: yeah i would just like it so that if i'm just standing anywhere i can fast travel to one of those mm-hmm. statues no mm-hmm. matter where it is
0: yeah yeah you, you, you've beat the game why you know that that would be nice yeah it, it would speed up your progress and everything that like six hours for example could be closer to five at least you know or four um but uh yeah i i, I understand that um and and this actually in a way because you're looking for stuff kind of loops into the thing that i forgot i don't know that we talked about actually last week with the review is the memory shards which are the mechanic where you press i think it's down on the d-pad and it takes like a screenshot of of the area Mm. that you're at and it basically says like it gives you a reminder when you pull up your map like hey, this is something I know that seems important, or it feels like there's something that's a secret here. I can't reach it yet. Someone has told Mm -hmm. me there's something here. I can't get there yet. You take a little screenshot thing, you pull up your map. It'll tell you when you took that, what day, and what time you took that screenshot, which is really cool, Um, because in case something changed, or in case, oh, my god, I can't believe three days ago that that was there.
1: in case you're playing really hammered and you wake up two days later and you're like, I don't, I don't, when did I make this memory shard? I don't, I don't recall.
0: Yeah. Some, some of us Uber eats, some of us memory shard. It's just, it's right. just how it goes. Um, <laughs> Bobby's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, I, I thought that was, that was a really cool um, mechanic and something that sometimes, you know, there's, there's, there's points that you can mark on maps and dozens and dozens of games this specifically something about the screenshot thing you you know you're right at that point in time you have a certain number of them although you do unlock quite a bit that eventually i, I never ran out of them or anything um and then you can delete them off the map once you sort of solve that puzzle or, or get to that area and stuff anyways i wanted to mention that because if anyone's having trouble finding stuff like you're doing steve for example and you think you can't get to it yet or you're you're just frustrating you want to move on use the memory shard thing they are handy it's not just a a pinpoint on your map it actually does go a lot further because you have that visual representation i it helped me for sure um i'm wondering did are you using any more of those or because you're kind of further along now you don't really need them anymore
1: i wish i used them during like my actual playthrough Hmm. because it just became like a post-game thing where i was like okay i think i know where treasure is or where one of like the um, uh the lost warriors or whatever they're called oh, i think yeah. he's over here yeah. so i'm gonna play some memory shard come back to it x y or z but i wish i'd been using it way more liberally that way like i could look at the map and be like okay here are all my mop-up points because now yeah i'm searching for treasures even though the map is 100 open like i've gone th- like i've gotten rid of all the shadow of war and stuff like that so it's it's way more of a daunting task just to find like la- two last collectibles for for achievements. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. Yeah, it's it's a it's a bigger game than than I expected, um, size wise. Like just the map itself, the the amount of quests you have and stuff. Not in a bad way. It is it is just a game that has a lot more to to offer than I expected, um, and uh, and I'm I'm quite impressed, sir. I must say that I'm quite impressed that you are you are this this close. Um, although the way you describe it in some ways makes me realize, yeah, this is why I don't go all the way with these hundred percent or Platinum's <laughs> because I just, I can't, I can't bring myself to do it. <laughs> I just can't, um, on some games, on some games at least. Um, but it, but it is a task in this game and, uh, and you should be applauded, sir. Golf clap. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, Bobby, is there anything, uh, anything you've been, uh, been plugging away at in the last little bit?
2: more than one game i can tell you that Ooh, but, more uh, than one game uh, nowhere near as much as playing as much principers as i should i've been like just chipping away at it i'm like about 20 hours in no i shouldn't say that like 15 hours in I, i've been taking oh, my time
0: so you're you're a decent chunk in then that's that's pretty good
2: yeah i don't think so because like <laughs> I, I i like i i'm dying a lot i thought i was not right. gonna die. those bosses are kicking my ass so I I would say like maybe just over 50% done if not 60%. I'm just taking my time exploring, taking the mapping because it's huge. Mm-hmm. Um Ubisoft gave us a couple documents at review time, so like it kinda, I kind of went over that stuff and one of them shows the map, so like I'm just comparing what I have compared to what the actual map is. I feel like I'm coming up on closer to to 70%, but like, it's huge. It actually is a huge, uh, Metroidvania map. Like there are so many Mm -hmm. secrets. I'm just taking my time to make sure I get all like the, the inscriptions I'm trying to find all those extra crystals. Like it's a great map, but, um, my priority was Alan Wake. I started that on my break because I, I started that last year, but then, you know, things happened. There's just a lot going on. The last two weeks have been nothing but Alan Wake. I have been just entrenched in Bright Falls. I have been to the dark place. I have fought the dark presence, and I came out. And
0: <laughs> you survived. <laughs> I got the platinum. Got I the, the platinum. platinum. Look at this guy, Steve. Hell did you yeah. get the platinum? Did you? Did yeah. you? Oh, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah I had on. to. Yeah. I mean, like,
2: <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> there's no way I'm not gonna get it. Like, I was, I was invested. Like, the story just went topsy-turvy like I it was just yeah. like this is I have to finish this
0: that's game a way movie. to put it yeah <laughs> for sure <laughs>
2: if a game is as good as Alan Wake I will all stick around I get the platinum because like clearly like, this is not like your average game there is mm-hmm. nothing average about this game my only disappointment in this game is that it took 13 years to come out and there's nothing else I have to play until it comes out with the new DLC because like there was the final draft expansion that came out uh I think December, I believe it was the just after the game awards. And yeah. I did I did my second playthrough. I finished my final draft playthrough and like I got the, the the true ending, I guess you would call it. And now I'm like, well, there's a lot of plotting a lot of plots that are just dangling. Like there's just so many questions I have and I need to know where they're gonna go with it. Like how are they gonna connect Alan Wake to to the larger Remedy universe because they they sprinkled, uh, you know, Easter eggs throughout the last couple games, but now it's like now we're fully into the, the universe where Alan, if you played the game, know what he's capable of doing now. So it's mm-hmm. like, well, how are they going to incorporate him? What are they going to do with him? And how is Jesse going to do? How, what's was Jesse's involvement? And are we going to play as, um, I forget the sorry, the agent's name, Agent SDFS, I believe? Like, right. I want to play as her, give us a game with her. Give us something. I want more. Like, I need more. I know we have two deals. He's coming down the line, but when? Like, I need them soon. Like, I'm just dying to know what's going on, because my biggest question is, I want to know more about the character, Door because, like, there are just oh so God. many things about him that are just so, like, not just, like, not mysterious, but, like, they're very um, malevolent, and I'm like, who is this person? Yeah. Like what is, What's his role? And I think he is going to be taking over for um, Quantum Breaks um, Hatch. Hatch. I feel yeah. like it's going to be him. I feel like it has to be him. David Harewood, brilliant actor. Like honestly, he's probably my favorite part of the game. I I need more Alan Wake, guys. I really hope they make a movie out of these these games because oh. it'll be the next big HBO series. Like it is, yeah. A
0: series would be fantastic. You could yeah, really like, cool. really like, like, take your time like with it, it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I feel like at this point, like that is the the most natural evolution from game to a, to a movie or like a show, give Alan Wake the treatment, give it an HBO show. Like clearly it is there. Like the content is there, the, like the structure is there. Like, honestly, I was watching these inter interspersed live action segments with the gameplay. And I was like, whoa, there is nothing like this right now in, in Video games or TV. I want more of it. It was so masterfully done, combining you know these 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 amazingly directed cutscenes with the gameplay, and I'm like, holy crap! Like honestly, if it wasn't for Tears of the Kingdom, this would have been my game of the year, twenty twenty there was just so much going for it but no no
0: take back these man no take but you can't you can't do it it. i can't take it back but
2: yeah i'm just so enamored by this game like honestly the soundtrack's incredible i've been listening to the whole thing on repeat it actually gave me one of my favorite songs from 2023 and like it it's just it's stuck around with me now like i i want more people to play it I, i know some people are probably not into alan wake or don't like horror games, but like stick with it. Like, honestly, it is just such an original game. Sam Lake and remedy are true hidden gems in the industry. And I feel like they deserve a lot more recognition for what they've done and what they're doing and just go play Allen Wake 2. play Allen Wake. you don't even need to play the first one. Just play the second one and then start going backwards because you have lots of games to go back to and you can experience them in their own bubble and then piece together how they all fit on your own time. And that's basically it. That that's all I can really talk about because I do have a couple other games I'm playing for for discussion. Um we mm-hmm. have a couple of guys reviewing games for us that are launching later this month, but nice. I'm looking forward to talk about them. One of them is very near and dear to me, so I mean, I'm looking forward to talking to you about that game in a couple of weeks, but yeah. Nice. It's, it's it's shaping up to be a pretty solid start to January. I mean, we have
0: Big start to the year.
2: Half a dozen games I'm already looking forward to, and I'm not. Have you, I haven't even started talking about Golden Sun and Golden Sun: The Lost Age that just dropped on Nintendo Switch Online. Because if you grew up in my time frame, in the early 2000s, you know how big those games were for the, the Game Boy Advance. So I'm I, trying to play. I have never,
0: games. I've never touched a Golden Sun game. I need to play one of these because I have Switch Online and and just dig into it. I mean
2: i'm actually surprised i am too actually
0: yeah I, I i know people i know how to, I, a couple friends did have i don't know which one but a couple friends friends did have golden sun games i just i don't know whatever reason just I, I i think we've talked about it before they just weren't rpgs of that kind were just not in my wheelhouse around that time True. like
2: that but they were i just remember them it. being everywhere like i remember on tv i'm see, always seeing yeah, yeah, yeah. Of them. i remember that and then like i've played them to like completion a dozen times at this Mm -hmm. point, but like they're just so timeless. Like they, they really hold up well. I mean, there are obviously some things I don't like about them, especially in today's climate where it's just about getting through them as fast as you can, but there are just moments in these games where they just kind of trudge on and you gotta kind of have to let the characters talk. You can't really skip cutscenes anymore. I just wish Nintendo included that stuff in these remakes, but like on or remakes, they're, these um
0: ports—they're just ports, yeah. They're just yeah, pretty much like, like of honestly, ports. they're
2: great. Like honestly, I these two plus the one Nintendo DS is a great game. It's called uh, Golden Sun: The Dark Dawn, and it's a great series. I I really hope we see a new game. I mean, they're not for everybody, but I figure that in the future there might be a possibility that more people experience it or Mm -hmm. so or and it just you know resonates with more people
0: yeah the first one i just looked at just curious you know because going into something that may or may not be my thing i'm like okay i'm gonna go on how long to beat just double check see how long it might be or whatever right the first one which i think is one of the ones on, on switch it says main story plus sides, which is you know at least some of the extra content and stuff is twenty six hours. That's not terrible for an RPG. Not terrible like that. at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's no. that's not bad at all. I've put more I've put more time into Resident Evil Four in the last two months. So um, <laughs> you know, oh, which by the way, I play I, I finished the Separate Ways DLC. Uh, I did pick that up and played it. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Ada Wong is uh, oh, kick, kicks ass. Um, it deserves its,
2: deserve it's own game.
0: She yes 100 percent. especially after the way the way that one ends and stuff i don't really know what happens in five so i have no idea if it's even related um, it's
2: okay no one wants to remember five i
0: know i know but i, I don't even know if like <laughs> what happens at the end of this dlc even has anything to do with five i just assume that it does but i don't know anyways it was it was pretty good um yeah golden sun i'm interested i'm i'm, I'm definitely curious uh peak
2: i mean you could be playing Peaked a lot worse games but
0: <laughs> right yeah for
2: what they are like there are great little rpgs yeah, you can't I, go wrong with you can't go wrong with them they are um creative they're very creative in in their story and their gameplay I I
0: will I What's will say it's there? it's nice to have games like this that are are very well liked and, and adored on switch online especially for Game Boy Advance because the list of Game Boy Advance games on that service man are is so small it's ridiculous um it's, know,
2: it's it's disappointing because like honestly, so disappointing they have, nintendo has such a great back catalog from the last 40 years and we only have like a fraction of it and it's just like i understand it's an investment you, know, you have to make sure it's compatible with your service and you have to you know add these quality of life improvements but like honestly your nintendo like you know what games people want to play you know that there are probably niche games that would Generate a lot of buzz for you and open doorways to you know remaking these old games. So like just just look at it and see what's
0: available. It's just wild because the the, the Game Boy Advance is, is like has so many games. How could there only mm-hmm. be like a dozen on their service? I understand it you can't bring everything. That's totally fine. How could you possibly only have this many right now? A year. Or over a year, maybe, into having the expansion pack. Uh, uh, it's it's just it it's, does. It's so weird to me. It's so weird. It's I have more Game Boy Advance games in my closet over here than they have for sure, on their. server. it's
2: like some kind of licensing. It's gotta be. It's of part, to be like
0: part of it is that for sure. I I don't doubt it. Um, but to have this little is is where I am I'm, I'm puzzled by.
2: I mean, every, I don't every console but... on the service should have more games. Like,
0: well, yeah, that's they had
2: the virtual consoles. What happened to that? Like, why is that not a still, th- still a thing?
0: Like, well, because they have subscription services now. We know exactly why, because they make more I'll money pay, this way.
2: I would pay a flat fee for a library of like a virtual console library.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Any like, day of the I week. I would pay
2: 10 to $12 a month extra on top of my service. And I'm paying for yep. the, I'm paying like 70 bucks a year for the Nintendo switch online expansion back.
0: No, it's even, it, oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 60 or 70, something like that for the full year. Yeah.
2: I'll pay a little bit more. Just give me all my old games. Like I, I don't ask for much. Like I, I probably won't even play them. I just want the access.
0: Yeah, having the act, and that, oh, and that's a big thing. It's uh, about the older and that's, games, and that's where. Yeah,
2: I'm totally okay with piracy because I own the games. Why can't I just download them, throw them on my my Steam Deck? So if like if Nintendo won't do it, I'll do it myself. Like I would rather. Well, they're
0: forcing people's hands. That's <clears throat> that's what it is, right?
2: And that's just the thing. It's like you're forcing people to, to to sidestep them. And when, when they will like, I'll active, I will willing you and actively give you my money. You give me money. I know
0: we'd be happy to, right? Like that's, what's crazy. Yeah.
2: And that's the thing I, I understand. Like it's a business and blah, blah, blah. But these deals like strike deals with the, with these partners of yours, like just like suck it up, take a loss <laughs> because like, honestly, that the goodwill you generate from these deals is worth way more than the money. I think.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think <laughs> you're right.
2: Uh, at the end of the day it's your bottom line. I under- I also understand like it comes down to what's coming in versus what's going out. So double edged sword.
0: Yeah actually this is somewhat related to something that I've been playing. I mentioned retro games and uh, mm-hmm. now that we're now that we're talking about uh some older games and stuff um uh it, this is not a um this is not piracy because it is a mod for an N sixty four game And they don't provide a ROM. You have to have have your own, whether you choose to get a ROM off your actual cartridge or whether you get it elsewhere. This is a mod for the original Super Smash Brothers called Smash Remix. I've been playing that. So the reason why I played it, one for Remember 64, so I can talk about it on that show, but also in general, they just came out as the new year came around with their like 1.5 update. And it's just a group of, People that have worked together to create new characters new stages um put some tweaks into the gameplay add new items new polygon characters like all that kind of stuff that would be added to the original super smash brothers game so what if i told you guys what if i told you that in the original smash brothers which i think only has a dozen characters i think at the most yeah 12 yep. um what if you could play as mewtwo marth Conker, sonic Wario, Banjo Kazooie, uh, King DDD, Wolf, Bowser, Young Link, all these characters have been added to the original Super Smash Brothers, along with, I think, I want to say about 40 more stages in it from all of these different types of games. Um, So... They take games from Melee, they take games from Ultimate or stages. They've created their own based on like Pokemon stages and stuff and remix some of like the Star Fox ones and and Zelda ones and stuff and just play it on original N64 hardware. That's that's what you're able to do with this or on your PC. If you choose to go that route. Um, Holy man, this is it's so cool. (laughs) it is so wild one how well this works and two just how these people came together to create something that is uh just clearly like a labor of love thing which obviously all these mods for any kind of game that's out there that especially one that is this polished and looks this great um it's just the fact that they could put this thing together, you know, like you can go and you can play on a bunch of different stages that never existed in other smash games, or they bring ones from, you know, ones obviously that have come later and put them in this all with, you know, the original, you know, it's not like the stage looks like it came from GameCube or it looks like it came from uh uh, from switch and you're playing smash no everything looks like it came from 1999 it looks and feels the controls are the same everyone has their own unique move set that doesn't that only like sometimes slightly mimics characters that are already in the game but they're still all unique there's you know the up b down b the a moves all they're all their own thing and you can Play them on verses, you can play the multiplayer, you can play them on the solo runs. All of it works perfectly. And uh and it just basically expands your uh capabilities of what you could do with a game like this. And it is awesome. It is so much fun. I've only been playing it solo. I can't imagine what it would be like to have Conquer from Conquer's Bad Fur Day pull out a grenade and throw it at Sonic while I'm playing with someone else, you know, like it's it's such a cool way to sort of bring all these like ideas and characters that aren't even in Smash Ultimate into a game like this, you know, um, which is really interesting. Um, I don't know. It, it's if you have a way to play this and you're in and your fan of, of Smash Brothers, I like just try it at least try it. Pick a character that you haven't played before in this game. You know, I immediately went to uh, to Banjo-Kazooie because of course I did. Um, it's fun. The sound is there. The music is there. They look great, uh, you know, and I gravitated to other characters, other newer characters that I enjoyed more than them as far as like the actual moveset goes. But it's just cool to be able to play them um, and, and experience this game. Uh, I, yeah, I, I I just I'm amazed that pe- that people come together and make things like this just in general, whether it's Smash Remix or something else. It's so goddamn impressive and just how well this works is just an you know the cherry on top and how and how great it is how polished it is so um yeah smash remix man oh my god um it's a really cool idea i yeah. i
1: respect it um maybe hey maybe they could add master chief in first before nintendo ever does
0: <laughs> honestly they they would and it would work it honestly it would work yeah um it's it's like yeah there's just like little things where where you know, you get little like you like you do with all these characters in all the smash games, like some of the moves, the move sets are like little flavors of character um of what you get. So like, um you know, instead of throwing the boomerang, for example, or other characters that have, you know, a projectile, you know, Banjo picks up Kazooie and, and squeezes Kazooie and an egg pops yeah. out like you would in the game. Um, going on his, his up B puts him on a little, little, uh, cloud Nimbus cloud thing. And he kind of floats up and kind of does that to save himself. Mewtwo is really, really cool. Mewtwo feels like, like a Pokemon from like the, the, the recent games much more because the moveset is a little bit more complicated. The up B is sort of like this teleport. Um, there's a cool combos you can pull off. It's kind of a mix between playing as Samus and playing as maybe maybe Bowser or maybe the Mario characters. It's it's really cool. They've done a really good job of making everyone feel unique and I've had a great time with it so far. So um, I'm going to keep going. I haven't played through all the stages and played every single character yet, but uh, but it's just it's wild. Um, And one of the hidden gem things, it's considered like one of the boss characters that they've added to it. So instead of playing like giant Donkey Kong, for example, um, or the Polygon characters, depending on who you play as, you can play against a character that's called Dragon King and Dragon King is a character that kind of just looks like a stand in polygon with like a red suit. And it was the, uh, the creator of Smash Brothers had the idea of making a game like this. And he created oh. uh, the Dragon King as the stand in character to show what they could do on the N64 to make a game like this. So in demos of it back in the day, they would have five or four dragon Kings in different colors fighting each other and be like, look what we can do. We can make this game. Um, oh. It was just a made up character. It wasn't from anything. They just sort of, they just made it in this game. You can fight against a dragon King and it's super cool. That's, That's even an option. Neat. Yeah.
1: I, I love, I love inside baseball like that. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if you hit a certain, you know, at, at some points you can, you can play different boss characters like supersonic exists. Uh, Slippy is in there. Um, and things like that are just, are just part of it, which is, which is awesome. So um, yeah, check out smash remix people. If you have, if you have the chance to, um, and then finally I want to mention um, sail forth, which is uh, an indie game I've been playing. I'm going to have a full review on it, but I'm not quite far enough in it yet uh, to, to get to that point, but sail forth and it's DLC called uh, maelstrom, uh, which just released a couple days ago. I haven't got to that content yet. Cause I'm not quite far enough into the game. But it's, it's this really like chill, cartoony-looking uh, sailing game where you can build a fleet of boats and hire other little pirates to go around and do some tasks for people from island to island while also fighting other pirates that might be taking over some of these islands that you need to access. And uh, it has really cool water physics, really great and and surprisingly... Uh, deep and dynamic uh wind and sailing physics that are easy to control but do take some concentration you don't just pull up the sails and go left and right and it's no problem you're good to go there's a lot more going on with it which which i didn't expect um and and that's really fun and uh and similar to other sort of like boat battle games if that's what you want to call them um you can outfit your your boats with different cannons and harpoons and board other boats and take them over and steal their crew or steal their items um and it's surprisingly more difficult than i thought maybe i'm going into fights that i shouldn't be going into yet maybe that's why <laughs> maybe i'm not doing it quite right uh, but it's cool because you can you can have more than one boat and you can switch between them which which i just sort of discovered which is fun and one of the coolest parts of it and why i think this is a really good game for like that that's going to keep me sort of going and going and going is that um, you talked about fast travel with Prince of Persia, Steve, um, the fast travel in this works seamlessly and really, really well and makes you really go from point A to point B in a much easier and quicker way than a lot of games. So you can choose on the map to sail to wherever you want. It's open. It's not like you're going to hit a wall when you sort of go too far from like a set of islands for example you can just go as far as you want discover something new and all that but if you've already discovered an island and let's say a quest or someone is 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 asking you to do something on an island you've already discovered it doesn't matter how long you've been there what you've done previously if pirates have taken it over you can just open up your map press a boom you fast travel to it and you're able to get into that area you're in trouble boom fast travel out of it and and you're gone kind of thing like it it wants you to succeed while also giving you some challenge to discover things and, and sort of fight your way out of uh, problems and stuff like that. So I, I really like that. And, and you discover new islands sometimes, not just by coming across them or someone asking you to go to them. And islands kind of work like little hub worlds almost, but they're just a couple of like small tropical islands that might have pirates on them, for example, or treasure or something like that. Um, you can find the treasure and it'll have a piece of the map in it. And then you open up your map and it'll show you a new set of islands somewhere else on your map that now you're able to access and you can immediately fast travel to it. You don't have to go to it first. You can say, hey, it tells me there might be treasure there. I I don't think I can win this fight. I'm just going to immediately go to that island and and figure that part out. And you can do that. And And I've come across these map items and I've gone from having like three areas that I can discover to I think like a dozen now within just a couple hours so yeah it really expands and and you know you can pick up items and 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 upgrade them you can catch fish and trade them in for money the currency in this is like like wood that you can use to either upgrade your ship or trade it in and you know that that's kind of the currency in it and stuff but it's really cool it's been really fun and chill i'm really excited to get to the to the dlc because apparently these like huge portals like whirlpool vortex portals open up in the water and he gets sucked into like another dimension, which is like so wild and crazy in a game that looks like so, you know, friendly and and everything. Um, don't, don't, uh, don't read a book by its cover. I think because this definitely is a much uh, more involved and deeper game. It's not super hard, but it definitely takes a lot more involvement than I would have expected. Um, and I think for the better, because I think there's a lot more depth here than I would have expected. And it's, and it's pretty good. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep playing. I'm going to have a full review of console creatures, but just thought I'd mention, I'm working my way through, uh, sail forth, uh, right now and eventually to the DLC. And, uh, I will have a review on, uh, on both of those once I'm able to reach that, uh, that spot. So, um, yeah, those are, uh, those are what we've been playing this week, everybody. Um, I think we will let everybody go and uh, start discovering the map of uh, Prince of Persia, because there's lots to discover as we've discussed. And uh, if you've heard a review and and we've uh, sort of convinced you that this is a game that you should go out and play, then uh, then we still recommend that you do so. So hope everyone's enjoying it. Hope everyone's enjoying all the games that have come out so far this year. Um, But until that time, Steve, where can we keep track of you online?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can find me everywhere online at Svigvari.
0: Amazing. I am everywhere online at Dave Petro. Um, And Bobby, how about yourself and console creatures?
2: you can find me at B passion or console creatures uh a console creature on everywhere basically look for my link tree i linked everything there it's a lot easier
0: hey one of those yeah i keep forgetting that i have one of those too um <laughs> it's a good way to kind of keep everything in one place um but that, that'll do it for this week everybody um enjoy your gaming for the next several days we will talk to you soon goodbye bye, bye.